start recording. Right, so wait, how do I do that little looky thingy? I think it's F3. No. Uh, F5. F5. Ah, you knew exactly what I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me do a little intro. Yo, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. <laughs> there we go. What's up, guys? It's your boy Aaron, aka Don. You might be asking, why am I currently looking at a Minecraft character? Listen. I told you guys I was gonna change up how inside the screen is done because listen, how are we gonna have to worry inside the screen, the title, the name, inside the screen, but we're not actually inside the screen. You get what I'm doing there? Yeah. So today we have a guest, a Minecraft player, a content creator, um, a creative from Xset, goes by the name Vrax. How are we doing today, Vrax? Hold on, let me put the I'm doing on. good. I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing good. Listen, I'm new. Listen, guys, I'm, I'm back on Minecraft, all right? It's been a minute. Last time I played Minecraft was earlier this year, okay? So we're going to be building a house, and we're going to be talking about Rex's journey, uh, his passions, um, and what he's basically doing now, in the here and now. So hope you guys enjoy this one. And, uh, yeah, let's get to it. Okay, there we go. All right. So wait, are we in creative? Yeah, so you're in creative. So if you just hit, I believe it should be, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm pretty sure it's tab for you. Uh-huh. It might be tab. Is it tab? No, it's uh, try E. e. Ah, yeah, e. I think it's E. It is E. Okay. I didn't, I don't remember if I switched my bind and that I made it E or if it was default E. Gotcha. Let me actually turn down the game so you can be louder. And you're recording right now too as well, right? Yep, I'm recording. Yes. All right, let's go. All right, so hopefully you're louder than the game. All right, so we're going we're gonna to be building a house this year, guys. Um... Let me just get my building supplies. I don't know what type of house I'm going to be building, really. Spruce Let's range. see. Building is not my strong suit. I'll no. say this much. Oh. So this this should definitely be something interesting because I am not prepared to be oh, building a house. Gonna We're going to see. We're going to see. Here. It's been... A, I, man, I'm nervous, too. I'm, I'm not going to hold you. It's been a while since I've actually... I've done this, too. But, um... How does Rex's house? How's everything going for you? Uh, things are good, you know? We're hanging in there, you know? Uh, it's summer, so, you know, uh, having a good time, enjoying the summer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, how things are going with you? Um, I mean, same. I, I literally, before this, I, I took a nap. And <laughs> I was scared it was going to be one of those naps where, like, you don't get up till it's dark time. So I had to set up, like, two to five alarms. So I made sure I wasn't late, you know? got to do what you got to do, right? Yeah. Oh, let's see. I already don't know what I'm doing. I'm already so incredibly lost. See, normally I'm better at... So since this is a flat, as like everything's flat. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I would honestly say that I'm adaptable. I'm a, I'm really? A habit. Like, yeah, like I build around the terrain type of person, you know? Yeah. Let's think. I don't know how I want to do this. <laughs> oh, I know what I'm doing. I'm just going to... So I'm just going to make the normal... What? 10 by 10? 8 by 8? Okay. I mean, good thing this is also creative. Because I probably would have been... Let's think. 
how do I want to build my house? Just thinking just off my brain. Um, let's think. Just off my brain, how do I want to build this house? Um, I have a lot of different options, you know, because I'm very creative when it comes to houses, obviously. Um, so I know exactly what I'm doing. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Just taking me a second to think of it, mm -hmm. you know? Listen, professionals, they have to go through that, that creative process. So listen, I, I get it. You know what I'm saying? I, I get it all. Exactly, exactly. But talk to us through, though. You, you have, like, over 2 million on TikTok right now. Right? Yeah, so right now I'm sitting at 2.8 million on TikTok. Jeez. I've been on TikTok for, uh, I think we're coming close to a year already. Wow. I think it's already around that time. I want to say maybe nine months already it's been. Mm -hmm. If I'm not wrong, maybe less than that. I'm not too sure. I'm <laughs> honestly all over the place when it comes to dates. No. But... <laughs> I know we've already passed six months. Tell us how old you are, because that's going to be the key factor a little bit. Not even the key factor, but the, a lot of people think it's too late. Or they think, you know, I don't know. They think the platform's only for, like, Gen Z, as many like to say, when it's really not. But, you know, just uh, tell me your age real quick so they can... Yeah, so I'm 16. I'll be turning 17 in September. But when I basically started content creation, I just turned 13. So uh, I basically went, turned 13, started streaming, doing content, all of that stuff. Yeah. Um, and then when I really saw stuff picking up is when I started TikTok, which is when I, it was after I just turned 16 practically. Gotcha. So what motivated you to become, like, was this, who inspired you to become a content creator? Um, in general, more so, I think it was just me just seeing content in general. So, like, I have a twin brother, mm -hmm. and we are both very big on just, like, you know, enjoying content and stuff. Like, that was one thing that we always had that we were able to bond together with. Yeah. Um, so that's probably why it sat so well with me. Um, I never really saw myself actually doing content, to be completely honest. I was like, exactly. you know, maybe this is something that I can do, and maybe it's not something I could do. I didn't really ever think to myself that hey, this is something I can actually do myself. Mm -hmm. I thought more so, you know, there's a select few people that could do this and it's like, it's an exclusive thing. And if you're not already in, you can't ever get started. And obviously I was wrong. Yeah. Right, yeah. And if you who say it now, it's like, it's never too late to get into the game. So exactly. have you learned the most though? Like you've had to put in a lot of hours and a lot of time. A lot of people think it's yeah. easy too though. I, I think that could be kind of misunderstood when it comes to creating content and, and collecting a big audience it's definitely far from easy especially like having an audience and my story with like growing my audience it's a lot different than others so i spent a majority of like i want to say the three years that i was creating content um at the time when you know before TikTok, mm -hmm. um because i'm coming up almost four years of content already Jeez. um yeah so uh when i first started it definitely was you know i would have my demotivating days i'd have my days where i felt like you know nothing's gonna turn into this and after three years you know my twitch was sitting at about four thousand followers from just um you know just you know streaming you know enjoying myself streaming um and you know starting to take it serious at that point um obviously nothing ever picked up for me until TikTok actually happened and that was just like a huge factor for me but you know along the way i also realized that this is no like joking matter if i was serious about it you know i learned very quickly that if this is something i truly love and that i truly wanted to pursue there's a lot of hours and time and effort that goes into it because it's not just like you wake up one day with everything mm -hmm. and you know obviously it's weird when i say that now because that's kind of what happened when i started TikTok. you know one day i just woke up and 
you know, it was kind of there, which we can obviously talk about more later. Um, But, you know, like, for the most part, when everyone starts off, everyone has to start from zero, you know? Even the people that we all look up to now, those people all started from zero as well. And, you know, like, no one ever realizes that. And they're like, oh, you know, they're all big and famous now. And, you know, they you know, they didn't have to put in any work and everything and just had to hand it to them. But that's not the truth because if you look back at a lot of these content creators from a couple years ago, a lot of these guys had absolutely nothing, you know, and they all built that up over time. And that's kind of the biggest thing that I didn't really know when I started. I was like, oh, you know, I'll never change with this. You know, there's never a chance to blow up. It's just, you know, people get lucky. They wake up one day and they have it all. And that's really not it because anyone has a chance to do it. It's just more so who puts in the yeah exactly who puts in the effort the time the determination all that stuff i love that i love that you said that because you know i'm young too and also it it doesn't matter because this is life lessons and when it comes to life you you get it at a different time of your life right so yeah uh, i am learning a little bit of that too as far as like you know a lot of the time i have to remind myself it's like yo i'm only seeing maybe what mr beast become super successful now because the masses are all looking at him you know yeah it's easy for us to say it was handed to him when it was a it was a problem when he had 10 viewers those are people who really see him in the mud getting into time uh and just sacrificing a lot exactly so i really like that you said that that's crazy but what motivated you to keep going though like was it just you just really like first of all i'm guessing it's, you really liked it yeah yeah it was overall like for me it was just overall just how much i like instantly connected with it so like before starting streaming all of that i was a drama kid um mm, and wow. i've kind of so yeah cool. so i kind of <laughs> i kind of pulled myself out of that when i started content because i had such a strong passion for it um this year i'm looking to get myself back into it while still managing content um but you know when i originally started content you know it was like i loved doing drama being in front of a stage and in front of an audience and stuff like that and you know i also had the passion for gaming always so being able to combine my passion of gaming and you know being in front of an audience big or small you know it kind of was just an instant connection right there for me because i was able to do you know both things that i love and one hobby you know yeah 100 that's, that's so cool you just thought of something do many people know um it's actually so it's a topic that comes up pretty frequently but a lot of people don't still don't seem to know about it like a lot of people are surprised when i say i was a drama kid because a lot of people didn't expect me to sit there and say yeah i did drama like yeah how was your parents when it came to you and video games i know that's something a lot of us go through yeah so when i started originally um so they were not very big fans of the whole streaming thing when i first started uh when i first started um i kind of had to go behind their backs a little bit when i wanted to start (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean look i i knew i wanted to do it i knew it's something that i was going to enjoy doing so you know i kind of just you know played my cards and took my chance with that one um and you know luckily it played out in my favor um but you know like they were not very big fans about it when i first started they were like they didn't really understand it when i first started um they were more like so part so okay this is actually something that i should have mentioned earlier a key part to just like content and like how i got exposed to content in the first place was through my school so my it actually sounds funny because you know you would think how does a school expose somebody to gaming yeah. um well my school actually has an esports team mm. so we have Shout an esports team and everything yeah um so my school has an esports team and that was like a huge part because it kind of exposed me 
just to the esports scene in general um just by allowing me to make new connections and stuff like maybe like i want to say it was my second month of my freshman year that i started content it was maybe it was october 22nd i want to say the exact date was of 2018 uh it was my basically my first year of high school um i was already involved with the esports team at that point and you know we were kind of like we were diving into like the different aspects of uh esports because you know they were telling us all the time that like esports is not just you know competitive video games there's right. so much more to that so they taught us that very early on and that kind of helped me discover just content in general and i was like you know this is something i think i would enjoy doing so oh, you know i right. gave it a shot hopped into it and you know but no without that um i honestly don't know if i would have started content because you know with that club it kind of gave me the motivation to start streaming um and just like you know, feel like it, it definitely wasn't out of my comfort zone. Cause like I said, I was a drama kid at the time. Um, but definitely it wasn't something that I felt that I would do long-term. So that had a big impact with my parents because, so at, like I said, I started streaming basically my freshman year. Um, and at the time my dad was like, no, you know, the esports team is gonna be an excuse for you guys to, um, you know, play video games during school. And my brother and I were looking at my dad and we're like, that's the complete opposite of what it is and what we're trying to accomplish here you know we're trying to just enjoy our hobbies because it's something that we're both passionate about we both want to do um you know and at the time we didn't realize you know people can literally turn into jobs at our age you know we were just like you know maybe if that happens it's cool but we didn't really realize that attention right exactly at our it was like we looked at it and we were like you know nobody our age is going pro and yeah. you know making money off of this because that's really what the reality was in 2018 you know like you didn't really see, you know, younger younger people going into the esports scene and turning into a career. It was more so people that were much older and already established. So, you know, um, my dad basically started getting involved in the school's esports team because he was like, you know, what's this whole esports thing? So, my dad's a very big like CS:GO guy. Like he used to boot up mm, CS:GO lobbies. Culture. Yeah, he, he used to boot up CS:GO lobbies at work after hours, and they just stay there after hours for like a couple hours playing CS:GO lobbies um so my dad's always been a gamer at heart um and it was just more so about if i wanted his support i knew he would have to get involved and see it firsthand for himself so yeah. that's exactly what my brother and i did we got him we got him in contact with the owner of the club um and we were like hey you know would it be okay if my dad tags along for one of these trips because we were going to uh esl1 in new york city wow. so they were like yeah sure you let your dad come along because you know we always need parents when we're going to these events anyway so it was like you know perfect come along so my dad went along and when my dad we went to barclays um and in brooklyn and as soon as we got there uh my dad just sat there and i just remember the reaction on his face he was like blown away like he did not believe what he was seeing he was just like because when he got there you know he was under the impression like yeah you know people play games they get paid for it and then when he realized like how many people were going just to the event to just witness yeah. it you know he was just blown away with how many people were just there and that was really a huge part in you know allowing me to actually start doing content because if he didn't see that, I don't think he ever would have let me, you know, really continue with it. You know, you know like also unique and beautiful there is the, the generational change or the culture change. I feel like, you know, the reason that he was kind of fearing for it at the beginning was because he was a gamer and he got the first glance on how, you know, in the 1990s or even the 2000s, maybe gaming was looked at as like, yo, that's like a nerdy thing. That's not really 
you know, you're not going nowhere with that, right? And yeah. Times have changed, and it's like you take him to the event. He's like, "What?" You know, it's like it's 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 mind blowing a little bit to say. Yeah. Like he did not believe it. He went. He walked in there, saw the amount of people. Like the like we had almost a full stadium that day that I went. Uh, there was like almost a full stadium. Uh, there was like a bunch of different companies, which was another thing for him because he was like, oh, so there's actually like because like there was companies that he was seeing that he knew. You know, like he mm. saw Alienware and all because my dad my dad deals with computers a lot at his job. Gotcha. So you know he already knows like Alienware and all these other companies. So when he's sitting there and seeing you know like Alienware and this and that, he's like wait a second, like, I know all these companies, you know? Yeah. So that was another connection for him, you know, just being able to see, like, you know, companies are putting their money into this, you know? It's not yeah. just, like, people just waking up and saying, hey, esports, video games, let's go, you know? It was, like, it was actual people putting in money into, you know, these events, the leagues, the players, all that. So that was definitely another huge part for it. Just that whole event in general, like, played a huge part in just me being able to pursue content. Now, you said this was an esports team. Did you guys play, like, uh... Uh, yeah, so our school, we play in a league called HSCL. It's basically the high school esports league. Um, so we have teams all over the place. We have Valorant, we have Overwatch, we have Fortnite. Like, basically, if you can name a game, we probably have a team for it or have people that are interested in making a team for it. So, like, it's very awesome uh, that my school is able to offer such a program because not a lot of schools do that, you know? Yeah. Not a lot of schools offer a program like our school does. So I'm very fortunate that my school does. Um, especially for the fact that, you know, content for me would have not started if it wasn't for that. So. That's unique. I like that. Man, that's crazy. <laughs> and so to go from that to now being signed is remarkable that right? see that's really? also it's also that's also been a big thing in general because you know first off my parents didn't understand like that there was contracts in esports you know they didn't realize that this this is how big of a deal it was so the first so i originally signed with so i originally joined a team that wasn't contracts that was just kind of a group that i was with mm -hmm. um and then so it's actually kind of funny because of how quickly i hopped into it um but so basically, right after that, uh, I had been a huge fan of NRG esports for a while. Like I had just like basically when I first started watching from that first CS:GO event to like just when I started getting involved in gaming in general, NRG was a team that I was following along with like the whole way. So you know, it made sense that it was a team that I was interested in joining if I were to join a team. Right. Um, and basically, th when the Fortnite World Cup happened. Um, I actually had the opportunity to meet with the owner of NRG uh, in New York City at their meet and greet, so uh, this, which is a uh, super... Hex or uh, uh, this other guy, what's his name, Adam? No, Adam. Uh, Andy. Andy, Andy Miller. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so I actually met with Andy and Brett. They were both there, uh, both owners of NRG. Um, met with them both at the meet and greet, and they had already known of me through Twitter and everything, because of, like, interacting with, you know, the team page and everything. And... Um, I remember this conversation exactly. Uh, I went straight up to Andy and I was like, well, I basically told him shit. I was like, look, um, I know you guys sign like all these big fancy content creators, but I'm like, look, I know I'm nowhere close to any of these, but you know, I have the passion to grow myself to this level and I see myself working with NRG in the future. And he respected that a lot. The fact that I, you know, just went straight up to him and was yeah. like, you know, this is what I want. This is what I want to do. And, you know, he respected that and he showed that. Um, and then I want to say three, four months later after I met up with them in New York City, uh, I hopped on a Skype call with them and I was actually under contract with them and everything, which is super awesome. Yes. 
Um, and that was like one of my very first team experiences, surprisingly, um, which sounds crazy now that I'm saying it, being that I went from, you know, just getting involved in esports and everything to going and signing with, you know, an org as big as NRG, you know? Wow. So I was with NRG. That's crazy. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's, Listen, NRG is actually one of my favorite orgs, if not my favorite org. And so that's crazy. I, I love NRG. I have mass amount of respect for for everything that they do, the management, all of that. And like, you know, having an opportunity to sign with them, which is awesome. You know what I mean? It was yeah. like at the time, maybe like I said, I was sitting at around the uh, maybe 2000 followers until like then I joined NRG, grew my way up to 4000 followers. And then um, around that time, I want to say maybe halfway through my contract, I actually uh, had the opportunity to sign to Mixer. Um, so this story hops all over the place, you know, it's, it's just from here to there to this meeting to that meeting. Um, so after I signed with NRG, I was with them for a while on Twitch. Um, and then one day I had somebody that I had met at, um, the event that I went to with my school. Um, so like I said, all this just all adds up. So I met somebody that works at Microsoft. Um, his name is John Kefalukas. Uh, he goes by Fallout Online. He's actually a commentator mainly in Apex, but he also does like Fortnite, all that other stuff. Um, uh, awesome person. Very Like one of the very first people I met when I started uh, doing video games and I still keep in contact with him to this day. Um, so at the time, uh, Mixer was offering contracts to like everyone at the time you know this is when like mixer that had just pulled off the ninja deal and all this stuff exactly and he dm'd me and he's like hey i might have an opportunity for you to go to over to mixer if you want i'm like huh me and he's like uh if you want uh the opportunity's there just let me know so i was like you know what let's give it a shot you know like i yeah. was like i'm i was full i was all for it um so i did it uh i got in a meeting um it was around i want to say october the meeting started uh, we had everything finalized the last week of December, um, all the contracting, all that stuff for me to actually switch over to Mixer. Um, and then come uh, January of 20, was it, wait, hold on. Because Mixer shut down last year, it was, right? Yeah. So that was, so uh, come into 2020 is when I switched on to Mixer. Um, I was one of two partnered streamers on the platform that were under the age of 18. It was me and Ewok. Um, we were the only two streamers on the platform under the age of 18, which was super awesome. Um, you know, but it was also a negative in the sense because, you know, like I said, we were the only two that were actually, you know, underage. Everyone else on the platform was 18 or older because, um, the partner contracts were only allowed for people that were 18 or older. Gotcha. So we were the only two on the platform that were partnered. And it was just like, you know, it was cool because, you know, we got to see everything and interact with everyone. But it was also kind of a curve in the sense that, you know, there was there wasn't really nobody around our age that was partnered. So like whenever we like tried to like interact with people, it's always people that were a lot older than us. And did you um, feel like that had a detriment to your your career as a content I mean. Creator? I, I definitely don't think it had a detriment to my career at all. Um, but I definitely think it was a lot harder to, you know, meet people and interact. Gotcha. Um, you know, I, obviously I did meet people and, you know, I was very fortunate that I was able to meet the people that I did. Um, but, you know, I feel like definitely it was a lot harder to just, you know, move to the platform when, you know, the people that you're interacting with are, you know, not really around your age. You know, like when you, when you start surrounding yourself with people, a lot of them are around your age and it's like, you know, that doesn't go for it's all easy, situations. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot easier, though, to, like, you know, mix in with, you know, your age group. 
So having a large age, age gap like that on a new platform where I'm like basically starting again from scratch, you know, it was scary. You know, it's a scary yeah. thing. Um, but, you know, I made it work um, for the time that I had on Mixer uh, prior to its shutdown. Um, and then I switched back to Twitch, which turned out to be one of that the... That's scary. <laughs> that scared me too. Um, that, that switch back to Twitch turned to be one of the best decisions of what I was doing at the time because um, if you look at my numbers on Mixer compared to how I was doing on Twitch as soon as I came back, like my numbers maybe doubled or almost tripled. <laughs> like wow. it was like people didn't like people supported me. Right. And I'd had yeah. the people that would come in and like say hi and stuff. But a large part of it was that people didn't want to come onto a platform that they were like foreign to. Mm. So it was so much harder for me to switch over. Um, I mean, it was it was good for me to like grow and like kind of build up a new community so I could yeah. transfer it over to Twitch when, you know, that time came, you know, unexpectedly. Um, but you know like it was just i don't know the whole think, thing about the whole platform switch was just like it was just a difficult switch to make you know yeah and i also want to just add another perspective i think it, it was another test to you to see if you really wanted to be a content creator you know like yeah you it was hard for you to connect to some not everybody or anyone at all but it was just like that it was a different vibe when you did just because of the age difference and stuff like that right and so I yeah like that can kind of test the person I was like yo is this really something i want to do when you're not like reaching the goals that you have in mind and, and not like even that. just that it actually made me realize like the world of like esports in terms of like contracts and all that like because like so the nrg contract they knew was my first time doing anything like that so they made it very like down to earth simple so i can understand it like very simply um when i saw this mixer contract um obviously i can't talk about the contents right. of it for right. obvious reasons but this thing was, I want to say, a good 18, 20 pages, 18 to 20 pages. And me and my dad sat there when we got the contract and we're like, ah, so this is a lot bigger than we were expecting. So it was definitely a new experience for us um, that we were not expecting um, because yeah. we're like, you know, contract, cool. How bad can it be? And obviously we jinxed ourselves with that one because then comes this big contract that we're like, oh, that's pretty big. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it, it just also opened my eyes to, you know, the opportunities in esports, but also like, you know, how in depth these details like can get and everything. I love that. And so, and so now you're on Excel. So, like, what was that time like? Like, NRG to Excel? Like, was it? Yeah. So, um, so actually, in between, um, NRG and Xset, I actually was with Lazarus at a point, um, but due to some reasons, uh, I didn't wind up staying with them for long. Um, it was like some contact, con con I can't speak. Uh, it was just some like contract things that, um, you know, that I looked over with Carter Pulse and everything with my management and we were just like, that might not sit right. And, uh, you know, we were just like, it might just be better for me to just go solo and, you know, work on myself, which, you know, obviously turned out to be the right decision for me. So basically along that way, um, but this is like prior to start before I started TikTok. <laughs> this is, um, yeah, working. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Like I said, my brain, my brain has some great power. Um, you know, uh, my brain can be very powerful sometimes. Um, you know, Google has no intentions to help me with this one. Um, but um, anyways, um, what's it called? No, I just use Google for a reference image because I cannot build. But if I have a reference, you know, I can make something happen. You know, it's coming along. 
Um, so basically, prior to TikTok and Xhead and all that, let's give that story really quickly because that kind of leads into how Xhead even happened. Um, so basically, let's start this off, which is how I even got started with TikTok because starting TikTok surprisingly wasn't even my choice, um, wow. which you may be kind of confused on that. So let me give some background to that. So when I started TikTok, um, it basically was because of a competition I was in. So Luminosity Gaming was running their Rising Stars competition. Basically, grand prize was, I don't even remember how much money it was. Um, let me see. I'll look it up really quickly. Um, let's see. The grand prize was $100,000 and a contract with Luminosity. So I went into this competition, um, made it through round one flawlessly, um, made it through round two flawlessly, and then got to round three in the top eight. And for our top eight submission, they were like, okay, we need you guys to make a TikTok just showcasing yourself as a content creator. Or just like, show us what you could do like as a content creator, right? That was the task that we were given. So I was kind of terrified at that point because I was like, well, I've been on TikTok before, but I haven't like dove into it just because of the sole fact that every time that I have tried, I failed, you know? and. You know, I was just always set on the fact that, you know, I would never find myself success with TikTok, which, you know, obviously now saying that I laugh at myself for. Um, but, you know, uh, they were like showcase yourself as a content creator. So I put together a video. I had a friend help me put it together. Um, it's actually my first video on my page. Um, and I submitted that for the competition, posted it. And I started seeing views on that video that I have never seen on, on TikTok before. I, I saw on that video, I want to say... It got, um, let me think, how much was it? Um, I think it was at 30,000 views after like the first like two days. And I was wow. like, whoa, this is, I was like, whoa, this is cool. Like, you know, me never seeing a video over a thousand views on a TikTok. And I went through four of the TikTok accounts before my one now. So wow. seeing, wow. seeing that many views, uh, it was just like, you know, I go, I start it. Uh -huh. I see no progress and I'm like, I have to be doing something wrong. You know, I was like, I saw people doing TikTok and they were doing like phenomenal with it. I'm like, what am I doing that is not right? You know, so I kind of just gave up on TikTok in general. Um, and I was like, you know, I'm never going to be able to do something with TikTok. And, you know, I saw people changing their lives with it, you know, turning their streams from, you know, zero to hundreds. And I was like, you know, this could be the opportunity that, I, that you know, takes me where I want to be with my content. So I tried TikTok and failed massively practically every time that I tried. And, you know, that's very demotivating, you know, when you're trying to, you know, do something with the platform. Um, and you know, you're not really seeing the results that you're really looking for. So easily I was demotivated, um, with TikTok and it was just kind of like, I didn't see myself ever going far on the platform. You know, I was like, you know, maybe I'll have one, you know, when I saw that video blow, I was like, okay, cool. It's gonna be my one video that blows up and I'm never gonna touch the platform again, you know? Um, but then I was gonna call with one of my friends and they helped me realize they were like, it's the same friend that helped me edit the video all together. They were like, dude, you're doing like, so quick little story about my friend just to kind of add on yeah, to a like, huge part of this yeah um he's actually a social media manager for sore mm. gaming uh okay. at the time he, he wasn't working with sore but he's a social media manager for sore now um but he yeah it's toby, ah, um, toby. So, toby. yeah so toby toby uh what's it called specializes mainly in tiktok um, he's expanded a lot more since then. Um, but at the time his, um, his main focus was TikTok. So 
he's the one that helped me put my video together. Um, you know, and at the time when that video happened, he was like, dude, you're actually doing insanely well. Like, you need to keep going with this. And I'm like, I don't know, dude. You know, like, it's going to turn out to be the same way that every single one of my TikToks have been. He's like, dude, trust me. You need to go with this. You need to, like, stop telling yourself that. And you just need to go with it. And I'm so happy he did. You know, um, after that, um, I didn't, I found out that I didn't move on to the next round of the competition, which was a bummer to me. But then I was like, you know, now I have a lot more time to focus on my TikTok. Um, so I started posting Fortnite content on TikTok because wow. Fortnite was what I was doing at the time. It wasn't even Minecraft. I was doing, uh, yeah, I was doing Fortnite at the time. So uh, I started posting Fortnite videos uh, and the videos were doing decent. Uh, and then I started doing a lot, a little variety. I was just like, you know, let's just like toss it around give, you know, try some new things. Yeah. Um, and that stuff wasn't doing bad either. But then I was like, you know, I was seeing the rise of Minecraft. I saw the value that Minecraft was really getting. And, you know, I was like, you know, Minecraft is in the game that I'd be against making content for. So I was like, you know what? Whatever. Let's do it. So one day I posted a Minecraft video and that video did exceptionally well for the way that my page was at at the time. I was maybe sitting at like 2,000 followers after that first video. Um, and you know, it was just like, I was doing, well, sorry, not 2,000, I was sitting at 200. Okay. <laughs> I'm getting ahead of myself Jeez. here. I was sitting at like 200 followers off of my first video that had like 30,000 views. I'm like, okay, you know, started posting this variety. It was doing decent, you know, and I was like happy with the views that I was getting and everything. And um, I was like, you know, this is really cool. And you know, like I said, I saw the opportunity with TikTok and I was like, you know what? Let me give, let me give I mean, with TikTok, with Minecraft. So I was like, let me give this Minecraft thing a shot. So I went, posted a Minecraft video that did a lot better than I was anticipating it to do. It did better than the, it. so my first one didn't do so well. Um, my second one is where it really sat there and like made me realize like, wow, maybe there is a space on TikTok for me. Mm -hmm. And oh, I I'm just blasting my ears with TikTok music. I was trying to find out which TikTok it was. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. So let's look at this. So yeah, so basically my TikTok started with the one video for the competition. Um, then I posted a Funny Among Us video that I had with my friend on stream. Um, and then it went, yeah, and then I went into like a, what's it called? A streamer tip series. I was like, you know, I want to get, I, you know, I was like, in, in my mentality, I was like, I want to grow my stream with this. That's what I want to do. Gotcha. So my idea behind that was, let's start posting stream videos. So I started posting these things that I was calling streamer tip videos. So it was things as simple as like, you know, um, use OBS over Streamlabs OBS for better CPU usage um, and just like other little things in between that. Um, so those videos were doing good, right? And then I was like, let me start posting stream clips. So I posted a stream clip, didn't do as well as my stream series video. Um, so I was like, you know what? Let me try to attack more trend-based stuff. So I posted a video. It was basically one of those videos that's like, use this sound and it will make you famous. Um, spoiler alert, it did nothing. Um, <laughs> it, it was just like, you know, it did nothing. Um, but then the day after that, I was like, you know, let me give Minecraft a shot. So I posted my first Minecraft video. It did pretty well. And then um, this is around the time that, you know, the Dream SMP was getting all its like hype and everything, right? Gotcha. So um i saw that there was something going on and i wasn't really involved with the dream smp and like following along with that at the time mm -hmm. but i was like you know this might be a cool idea to make something about because you know people on tiktok seem to relate about it so i made a video about it that did pretty well and then the next day i was like wait a second people on tiktok seem to relate to dream the most you know and at the yeah. time i was just learning about you know dream and who he was and like his content and stuff like that and i was like let me try something so I made a video 
that basically said, if I can pull it up without blowing my own ears out, um, it was basically saying, like, pretend your dream, um, you're going into the nether and everything, and you get a spawn that looks like this, and basically the spawn was, here, I'll recreate it for you really quickly, um, it was basically, um, so you know how, like, you have, like, nether portals and you go into the nether? Yep. It was basically, let's see how I want to do this, if I just go up in the sky really quickly. The portal was basically like this. So it was like an actual portal, right? Mm -hmm. But it was just floating like, oh, it was just floating like this above, above a bunch of lava, right? So it was just a floating portal above lava. And you know, for Dream being a speedrunner, you know, something like this is terrible. Like, oh yeah, it was, it was some, something similar like this. So like, imagine like if you were to come to the other side of the, this portal spawn, like if there was like no surrounding, like there was no biome, no nothing. It was just straight lava below you. And you're just flying in the air, and the only thing keeping you up is this one piece of obsidian right here. Oh my God. That was, like, the video. And it was basically just me saying, like, you know, pretend that's you, like, and you're speedrunning, like, what would you do? Um, and then I think I just jumped into the lava in that video. I think that's what I did. Um, <laughs> and that video, that video was, like, my first big video. Like, that video went and, like, I think it did, like, half a million views. And I'm like, whoa, like, wow. this is cool. Yeah. I was like, this is cool. Um... And then from there, I just started posting regular, like, trend videos that I was seeing around. Um, and actually, I love that I did this video when I did. I posted a video that I said I was going to do at every single week. At the time, I had 4,974 Twitch followers, 43 subs on Twitch. I was averaging 21 viewers on Twitch, um, playing Minecraft. And I had 2,361 followers on TikTok with 500 Discord members. Jeez. And basically, in that video, I, I marked this all down. I said, I'm going to do it this every single week to see how I grow. Right? Yeah. The next day, I posted a video uh, that I was... It basically was my first blow-up video. Um, the video basically said, Hi, I'm Frax. Um, I'm a Minecraft Twitch streamer, and uh, you're seeing this on your For You page because you probably like content, you know, similar to what I post, which was Minecraft. You know, that was the niche that I was attacking. Um, and it basically went off to say, But you're not following me. And almost like saying... Almost like... Uh, like forgiving them in a sense. It was like, but you're not following me and that's okay. I forgive you. Just hear me out. And the way I worked, uh, the way I went on with that video was like, give me one week. So basically give me a week, watch my content, see what you think about it. And in a week, if you don't like it, you can unfollow. But if you like it, stay followed. And you know, that's, you know, new content for you, you know? And that video single-handedly took my page. Um, well, actually I'll, I'll tell you this much, then you can take a guess based on my followers right now. Okay. Um, so I, at the time, like I said, I had 2,361 TikTok followers, right? I post this video. This video is currently sitting at 10.6 million views, okay? I, I was sitting at 2,000 followers at the time. How many followers do you think I gained from this? Or sorry, how many followers do you think I ended at after this video, like, you know, started slowing down? I'm going to be honest. TikTok is, is a crazy platform. Okay. So what do you think? See, I think you ended up at over a mil. So I was pretty close to a mil. Actually, no! at 780k. I was gonna say 800 is not that at first. Oh, I had God. I had 780,000 followers, okay. and to make it even crazier, I gained that all in the span of like 72 hours. That's crazy. That's insane. So, in quite so literally, the thing that like the the saying that people say that like fame doesn't come overnight. I quite literally am the living definition that that doesn't exist. Anymore, <laughs> like, right? Like, it just like, I posted that video, it's sitting at 1.9 million likes, 10.6 million views. 
Um, and a large part of this video as well was like that the comments were like mixed. So it was like the, the people that you had was like, you had people saying like, oh, this is awesome, you know, gonna follow, good luck. Uh -huh. And you know, I had some decently sized creators doing it. Like that's how I met Hannah Rose um, and like a bunch of other creators. Yeah. Um, and the other comments were just like, oh no, you're not gonna be anything like this and that. And like, you know, you're just gonna be like everyone else. Um, which, you know, those comments all help the video, you know, grow. Right. I, I, and I like to say hate comments do the same as much as the love. Exactly. Which is what, like, I learned that very early on with this video. I was like, you know, at first I started, I started letting them get to me. I'm like, okay, maybe they're right, blah, blah, blah. But then I was like, you know, they're just helping me, you know, like right. let them say what they want. Um, and then, yeah, so that all happened. Um, and I posted on my one, my one week worth of posts. And that next week, um, I posted the same update. So to give you perspective on this again, I was sitting at 4,974 Twitch followers, 43 Twitch subs, 21 average viewers with 2,361 uh, TikTok followers and 557 Discord members. Uh, basically, the following week, I was at... 8,540 Twitch followers, so I doubled my Twitch following almost. Um, I was at 232 Twitch subs, so I basically like quadrupled my Twitch sub count. My average viewers were definitely on the rise, but obviously it doesn't show in just the span of one week that like when we go for further down, you'll actually like see it change. Um, and I went from the 2,361 followers to 631,000 followers with 1,810 Discord members. Oh my and then I just kept going with it. You know, I just kept posting, you know, trend videos and stuff like that. And um, let's say, and then, yeah, like I was just gaining followers. The, uh, the week later, I had another 100K followers. So I was sitting at 723,000 followers. Uh, and I had hit 10K on Twitch with 300 subs, 350 subs now. Um, an average of 51 for my 27 where I started at the week. Um, then I posted another video that one did amazing. That one's sitting at 15 million. It's been, it's been, it's, it keeps, that video still gets reposted. I see this video on my For You page every other week. Um, and it's my video, which I find funny. Um, but you know, I kept going. Um, and then what's it called? Um, I posted a video with one of my friends, uh, basically saying that we made an $1,000 bet to see who can make it to 10K subs first. Um, at the time I was sitting at 8.5. 8.5k subs on YouTube. I am now sitting at like 26k, I want to say. Um, so like, this was just me like, I'm just like, I need to, I need to like take advantage of this. I was just like cross promoting here and there and going here and like there and left and right. Everywhere that I possibly could, I was cross promoting myself, which was the smartest thing I could have done. Yeah. Um, and then let's see where this happens. Um, and yeah, and then I did the same thing with my Twitch, skyrocketed my Twitch from 10k to... No, this was a different video. I'm lying. Um, but then I went and, you know, I was just kind of like smooth sailing with everything, right? Yeah. Um, doing insanely well with, for myself. And then basically the new year came. Um, and in January, I was like, you know, what? I'm going to start off the year right. Um, I'm, I'm going to start a new series, um, you know, with the intention to gain maybe a couple thousand followers. Mm -hmm. And this is my most known series, my TNT series. So... Basically, the way this one started was I posted a video basically saying, I have a challenge for you guys, you know, um, for every follower that I get throughout the month of January, I'm going to place a block at TNT, and once February hits, we're going to blow the whole world I think up. that's when I became, when I, when, that's when I figured you out. I yeah. think you was on my timeline at that point. Yeah, so that video is sitting at 22.5 million views, which, which, sorry, sorry, no, 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 sorry, sorry, I lied, I lied, I lied, oh, okay. because there's some other background to this. So the original video is sitting at 1 million right now. 
um, when it originally posted, um, it maybe had like 500k, I want to say, and I gained maybe almost 100k off it, which is absurd. You know, having 500k views with 100k new followers, like yeah. that was absurd to me. Um, basically, then I posted an update video. The update video did way better than the original. It did 1.4 million, and then I posted a reply to a comment. That video is currently sitting at 22.5 million views, and that single-handedly took me from the week before I had I had 12,000 Twitch followers, 157 subs, 61 average viewers, and 700 sorry 795k uh, TikTok followers, and 280 sorry 2,817 Discord members. The following week, I was at 23,000 Twitch followers, basically doubling my Twitch following. 126 Twitch subs, because, you know, Twitch subs, you know, expire. Yep. 95 average viewers for my 61 the previous week, which was a huge jump. Um, and at 2 million followers on TikTok with 3,295 Discord members. So that series went on. Uh, every single video, like, was, like, highly anticipated. I was getting millions of views each video. Each video in the series has over a million views each. Let's look so here really quickly. Backtrack. How has your parents shift on this? Like how, like how's dinner? Let's just say that. Is it more of like you know? I I, talk, I think it was Booger. You know when he was when he when I talked yeah. to him, he said that dinner went from hey hey it's time to eat to hey dinner's ready right? Cause so like how yeah. has how has life changed for you and and as a, I don't know just a human being. Yeah. Like, look, I've, like, I usually, like, even when, you know, doing my content, I try to stay true to just what my, what I'm already doing. You know, I don't try yeah. to change what I'm doing, mm -hmm. as, even like, you know, even though things are going well, you know, I'll acknowledge it, but I try not to really let it affect how I do, you know, my daily activities and stuff. Okay. So a lot of my stuff has stayed the same, you know, like a lot of it's been the same stuff, you know, but like, same thing like you said, it's gone now from, you know, hey, it's time for dinner to... Uh, hey, dinner's ready. It's on the table. Like you know, like yeah. that. That part has definitely changed. Um, <laughs> Why is <laughs> that? that? Part, uh, <laughs> that see, it's is so more crazy. so. It's more so because you know when you start doing stuff like this, and you kind of like put yourself on like a schedule and stuff. Uh, yeah, true. And like you, like if your parents are making dinner, like you know, uh -huh. like my parents try to make dinner at like the same time, but there'll be like the days that it's like a completely random time. Like I'll be like going to stream, and they'll be like, "Okay, dinner's ready." I'm like, "I'm trying to stream," yeah. um, but what's it called? But yeah, no, it, it's kind of like you get yourself into this schedule, I guess it is, and you just try to stick to it for like consistency purposes. That's yeah, at least true. how it's been in my sense. Um, but yeah, no, like, um, I woke up the next day that all this stuff happened. I went to my dad. I was like, I was like, hey, dad. Um, so remember I told you I was like 2,000 followers like a month ago? Because um, I didn't tell my parents about this when it was all blowing up. Wow, I was like, no I, way. I kind of, I kind of, it wasn't really a secret because I knew I was doing it. Okay, but it was just yeah. more so I didn't tell him about the growth until like I was like ready to like sit there and be like, so mom and dad, um, yeah. I did this. <laughs> like, um. But no, I kind of just kept it to myself. Um, you know, uh, my brother, um, he knew what was going on because of Twitter and everything. Gotcha. Um, and then, you know, a month later, I just went to my dad. I was like, Dad, I'm doing really well on TikTok. He's like, that's nice. How's it going? Because uh, my, dad, my dad is like super supportive. My parents are super supportive of what I do. 
uh, and I'm very fortunate for that. So, you know, whenever I'm like telling them about the stuff, they're like always interested to like learn about it, including my grandparents. My grandparents love it, you know, like, oh, my grandparents love it. Um, they love hearing about all this stuff. Like my grandparents, I, I, you know, I call them every week and, you know, I tell them, you know, what's new, what's going on, you know, how things have changed since we last spoke, all that stuff. Like they love it. Um, and what's it called? So I went to my dad and I'm like, so dad, TikTok's doing exceptionally well for me right now. And he's like, exceptionally well. He's like, what, you have like a couple thousand followers now? I'm like, more. He's like, what, a couple, like, he's like, what, a couple, like maybe like 20,000, 30,000. I'm like, dad, more. He's like, what, maybe like 70,000? I'm like, dad, I'm at 2 million followers right now no on TikTok. <laughs> and my dad looked at me, he's like, no, you're not. You're not at 2 million followers. I'm like, dad, look at this. And I showed him, I showed him my TikTok and he just looked at it. He like, he didn't know what to say. Yo, you, he was like, speechless. you did something for that long because everything happened so quickly. Oh, you know, it was yeah, like, true, true. I, yeah, I, hours, quite yeah. I quite literally would just go home, yeah. make a TikTok, post it, and like, I like that was literally my schedule. It was like, wake up, make a TikTok, post it, and start working on something else, like right away. Like, that was my schedule. Gotcha. Um, so like, there was no time to sit from in my head, there was no time for me to sit there and be like, yeah, mom, yeah, dad, you know, this happened, you know, like, it was just more so like, I just had to keep going, I couldn't stop. You know, I was like, in a sense, That's I was addicted to creating content. I yeah. loved it, you know? So you felt more in love with it, yeah. Exactly. I was so passionate about it, and I loved it. So, Good. yeah, you know, like, when I told them that, uh, I told my mom at first, too. My mom my mom was like, I, my mom had sort of, like, the same reaction. I was like, she's like, what do you mean you have 2 million followers? I'm like, mom, there's, I'm like, and I broke it down from, like, mom, there's 2 million people in the world that follow me on TikTok. And that kind of put into my into my into perspective for my mom because you know when you look like some i i I think there's a city there's a city not a city there's no there is a city i lied uh they're like there's cities that don't even have a population of over two million you know what i mean so i was like i was like i have a following of like a whole city following me on a singular platform like (laughs) and when i when i put it that way to my mom my mom kind of like understood at that point she's like wow that's a lot oh, and i was like yeah it's a lot like you know um and at that point is when i started realizing it um but you know it wasn't easy either so i kind of had to bring my parents into it because at that point you know brand deals were popping left and right and it was like emails left and right and it was just like a lot was happening and it was just like my anxiety could not handle it you know like it's not easy like people think like oh yeah you know i love to wake up and be like you know and like have a following one day and you know, from actually experience it, I can say that's cool and all, and it's great to experience. Yeah. But as someone who never really had anxiety and like really anything like that until like COVID happened and you know all that like stuff like that, you know, like when I realized like how quickly I was growing and that I shouldn't have been growing that fast, you know, compared to others, I was like, wow, this is big. And my anxiety like acted up like big time. You know, like it was like. I didn't realize at first how big of, you know, an impact that video had had and like how much it was actually helping me until I sat down and actually realized, you know, like, hey, you know, I have two million followers now. There's two million, there's two million people around the world that are following me. And, you know, putting into the perspective that, you know, um, that there's some towns that don't even have that many people. It was like, you know, I have maybe a couple towns of people following me right here, you know, and it was just like a crazy surreal realization to me being that i went from never believing in myself and tiktok to literally living my dreams you know it was surreal to me
wrapping up to an hour here. I'm actually done with my house. Like, this is probably one of the best houses I've ever created. Um, <laughs> Let's see this. It's, it's, it's beautiful in a way. Yeah. Not too much, not too little. Okay. Too yeah. I haven't even, I'm, I'm working, I've been working on my roof the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> you dig it? You nice. Dig it? Hey, 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 hey. You gotta make the second bed there, because you never know if you're gonna have somebody over. True. You might have, Listen, I got um... I the candles, I just got the second bed. Yeah. You might have, um, family. You know, yeah, you got yeah. a family over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Family. 100%. So, you know, you need the second bed. Right. And you know, you got the crafting tables here, you know. Yeah. And I like it this though. This is probably one of my depression. The part. blast furnaces. Look at this. Okay. No, that does not work. I felt like that was going to work better than it did. Oh, I just dropped it. I didn't mean this to do that. Listen, playing Minecraft turned you into an ar architect for a second. Yeah, right? Let's see. I feel like this should work, but it's. N n oh, wait, hold on. Maybe. Come on. There we go. Yeah. There we go. Ah, see, there listen, we go. Listen, that <laughs> nice. Nice. Way better. Oh my goodness. Wow. This is crazy. Minecraft <laughs> is the only game I'm willing to put time into and never come back to this. Like, like I'm oh like I probably might never see this house again. Yeah, Dude, my house is just beautiful. kind of my house. I did the exterior that I was like making a triangle roof. I don't know why a triangle, oh but it was coming along. This is nice. I like this. The triangle roof is coming along. But get some tips out there, though. You know, there's a, there's a lot. Of, uh, I, I feel like last year was a big wake-up call for a lot of people who wanted to be content creators. Yeah, and, definitely. And it gave them, like, that green light. And so, what are some, you know, I feel like you, you're young, but you, you've been tested a lot when it comes to who you are, being a content creator, um, and not being in an rut too long. So, what are some tips you would give to other people trying to get in the game? I mean, look, it's not you like, look, not everyone's going to have a story like I did with mine where, you know, overnight something crazy happens. Yes, there's always a chance that, that can happen, um, but it's not going to happen to everyone. So don't put yourself in the mentality that, you know, you're going to start this and blow up. If that's what you're doing it for, you're in the wrong, you're in the wrong industry. You know, yeah. at the end of the day, do this because you love it, not because you want to, you know, get big off of it. You know, like if you're going to do this, you need to have a genuine passion for it. Because if you don't have a passion for it, you're not going to grow. If you have a passion for it, the growth will just come with it. And that's something that I learned very early on um, that I wish I had knew when I started because... You know, like I said, when I started, I was like, you know, you know, it's all luck and everything and no one's ever going to, you know, I'm never going to get big and stuff like that. And it's like, you know, there's always the opportunity. It just one is about the mentality that you're in um, Two, the amount of, you know, trust and like just acceptance that you're putting into yourself about it. And three, just how much work and dedication you're putting into it, because the amount of work that you're putting into it is the amount of, you know, attention you're going to get back. You know, if you're putting nothing into it, you're going to get nothing back. If you're putting, you know, hours and hours into it. There's a chance you're going to get hours and hours of, you know, your hard-earned effort back, you know, and it's yeah. going to show. So just don't give up. Keep doing what you're doing. And the biggest tip that I wish I knew when I started as a content creator, please do not single yourself to a single platform, especially if you are a streamer on Twitch. Like the biggest mistake that I see newer streamers doing, um, and I really wish I knew this when I started because it's the same mistake that I made, is you need to expand yourself if you want to grow. Because Twitch's discoverability, let's be honest, it's not the best. And if like I never saw any growth until I started TikTok, you know, and if it wasn't for TikTok, we probably you probably wouldn't be sitting down with me right now talking about all this, you know, yeah. like and it's made me really appreciate platforms like YouTube, Twitter, 
Instagram and all that because those platforms, you know, one little video that does poorly on like TikTok, you can post it onto YouTube Reels or Instagram or, you know, Snapchat. And, you know, that could be your blow up right there, you know? And yeah. it's not just a singular platform that you're going to blow up for. You need to cross brand your content, you know? It needs to be everywhere and anywhere that you could put it. That's the biggest tip that I can give people, you know? Just cross brand your content. Make sure you're getting yourself out wherever you can because at the end of the day, that's more eyes that are viewing your content and who you are. I want to find a good line here. Dropping gems like we in the, 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 the cave right now. Just find some <laughs> diamonds. Hold on, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to put it into better work. But I think I think that's it. We're going to get a spin around. Did you, did you want to finish your house, house out? Or I, I think you're nah, I mean, right? yeah. we're just, I mean, yeah, this, this is going to, yeah, I don't know. We what, know. <laughs> This is a house for six T right here. This is a <laughs> this is a, a house P. It's a TP and a house. Mm, like <laughs> it's that. a house like P. I like this. I like the colors here. Blue, blue, white. I know. I love the color. Love Had to it. match my brand, you know, mm. my whole brand right here. Oh yeah, can we talk about that? <laughs> outfit? Oh. Brand consistency. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I I'm going to start this is a little series in Minecraft. I'm gonna do Minecraft. Yes, did drip. <laughs> All right, so. We got on, what are those? Let me see, what kind of shoes are those? What are those? Are um, uh, they're, they're Air Forces, yeah. Ah, they're Air Forces. okay. And then we got the, the custom um, mm -hmm. Gucci uh, Vraxo merch right here. Mm -hmm. uh, the Vrax merch, the Gucci Vrax merch, and the pants. Um, okay. You know, we got the um, uh, um, the jeans from um, um, Vrax Mart. Um, it's Vraxmart. like Walmart, just, just better. Wow. Just better. Okay, um. <laughs> okay. okay. okay what this hairstyle, who was inspired by? I'm getting Justin Bieber here though, just a little bit. Um, uh, so okay, the inspiration for the the whole head. Um, I went to I went to a skin website. Um, Ooh. went, grabbed the head, and threw it right on my skin, and said, "Vrax." Wow. <laughs> just wow, wow, Vrax. Wow. <laughs> that would, was it. I wouldn't do my outfit, but let's just say, yeah, uh, it was inspired by a zombie. Okay. Really? Yeah. Huh. No, no, no. Honestly, when I play Minecraft, I think it's The Walking Dead. So, uh, yeah. See, let's see wait how does wait is it this one wait i think it's this one i don't play it oh, wait that's that's not it i was i i had the right idea i had the right idea just the wrong mob um this is very embarrassing um oh wow oh, oh we had to be in the desert biome i'm dumb okay oh. uh oh my oh oh my goodness oh my well we're gonna finish this <laughs> off with one thing seven seconds with don i don't know if you've ever seen it before usually Usually, listen, I'm always a person for innovation. I'm going to be real honest here. I'm always a person for innovation and trying something new. I'm never scared to fail here. So, what we're going to do is, on 37 seconds with Dawn, but using our Minecraft characters. Hold on, let me flip the Ooh. camera. Okay, so stand right beside me. Stand right beside me. Cool. Right. Hold on, give me some space. Give me some space. Hold on. I don't want to bite you. Okay, there we go. Okay. <laughs> I'll stand behind you, like here. Okay. When you talk, you got to... Uh, 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 do all the extra stuff. You know, you you know, you're you're the best. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. You ready? So wait, wait. So what are we doing? So one thirty seven seconds. One thirty seven seconds with Dawn is basically speed questions. A speed round oh. full of short, and at the end maybe there are more open ended questions. But okay. it's, you know, it's hitting you right then and there. You ready? Okay. All right. French toast or pancakes? Um, d d pancakes. Pancakes. What is your favorite? Flavor Starburst. Starburst, uh, the orange one. I like the orange one a lot. Minecraft or Roblox? Minecraft. Minecraft or Fortnite? Uh, Minecraft. Mm, okay, 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 okay. If you could go pro in any game, what game would it be? Minecraft. Minecraft. Wow. <laughs> All right. Do you watch anime? 
Um, sometimes. I've watched one. What, what is this anime? Uh, it was a silent voice. Okay, SpongeBob or Patrick? Uh, SpongeBob. Who is your celebrity crush? Oh, that's a tough one. Mm. <laughs> move on. Just move on from that one. No! Okay, it's, it's, okay. it's, it's Steve from Minecraft. Okay. Who's your favorite Minecraft player? Uh, ooh. I, okay. Player or creator? Um, mm, both. Okay. Creator, Tubbo, um, player in general. Um, ooh, wow. This is a tough one. Mm. Um, ooh. Um, I mean, I really enjoy Dream. You know, I that kind of sounds, you know, like you know, like cliche because you know everyone says it, but like you know, I really, I really do enjoy Dream's content. You know, like his yeah. what he does in general. I understand that. All right, so next, right? You ready? Okay. If you could, if esports and gaming was never really a thing, it's not as big as it was. It's not even a thing. What would you be doing? What would your drama be? Drama. Drama. So basically, yep, it'd be drama, right? In a way. Yep. If you could, if you could collab with Jordan Fisher, would you? Could you? Oh, uh, no, one thousand percent. Hello. 100%. And that is one to seven seconds with Don. Thank you so much, Rax, for being on Inside the Screen. Listen, guys, listen, this is a new episode. Yes, we're playing Minecraft. I told you this. Why have the name Inside the Screen and not use it properly? Okay, this is his house. Look at that. Look at that. That's yeah, beautiful. look at that. Listen, if you have 20 people and you want to come to a Minecraft server, hit him up. Now, if, you, if, you're, <laughs> if you're more like a solo dolo type of person, you kind of want to hit the spot. Wait, 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 wait. Let me show you the name. Let me show you the name. Come here, come here Rax. Look at the name. Okay. You want to know why you want to come to my crib? You want to know why you want to come to my crib? Because it remind me, it reminds you of your mama house. There we go. What? Honestly, should we blow the houses up? I feel like that's more beautiful. <laughs> Wait, how you do that? That's so fast. <laughs> I think we should blow the houses up to end it really well, right? That's how you want to build the houses up. That's what one of your TikToks were, right? Blowing up. The whole earth. Oh, right? yeah. Wait, TNT? Give yeah. me. This is my job right yeah. here. Hold on. I know a thing or two about TNT. I know a thing or two about TNT. Hello? Don't go to ask me twice. Oh, my goodness. I know a thing or two about TNT. Oh, my God. I thought this day would never come. No, no cap. My house looks even more beautiful than I know, right? And wait till you see when I blow it up. Oh my oh, god, it's gonna be even more beautiful. Oh Alright, don't blow it up yet, don't blow it up yet. We gotta, you gotta stand okay. back. Gotta, okay, okay, okay. Let me press okay. F5. Stop flying. F5 again. Alright. Alright. I wish it was like a remote control you can blow it up in. Oh wait, there is. Is there? What? There is. Give me a second. Oh, Ransom, give, give, give me two seconds and we're gonna make this work. Let's go. Let me give me a gold sword in my hand, because it's only right. Gold sword. Uh, now I'm going to get a hoe. We're going to put a hoe in my hand. All right. And then we're going to... All right. There we go. It is right behind you. Actually, no, we want a button. We want a button. We need to do this right. Yes, we need a button. Guys. There we go. The button is ready. All right. Let me go to the... There we go. All right, guys. Then again, I know I already said it, but thank you so much. If you listen to the full podcast of Inside the Screen with Rax. Honestly, probably one of my favorite episodes, favorite recording ever. See you guys on the next one. Rax, I'm going to let you do the honors. Let's go, TNT! <laughs> Is it, it, it's, it's working. It's, it's, hold on. I know it's working. I know it's working. Just, um, there it goes. There we go. There we go. Oh, my. Bye, guys. <laughs> I like this a lot. Ha ha ha!